0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, December 27th, and we are here answering your financial questions. And I know that you love hearing each other on the air. I like hearing your voices also, but Mark and I have really tried to plow through some of the emails and we're going to do another email show today, which is going to be fabulous. So don't tune out Martine. My friend Martine does not like the email show. She likes hearing other people. And uh, (laughs) you never know what I'm going to say in the middle of this show. That's the exciting part of this kind of broadcasting. Uh, Mark, you'll be happy to know that I was just listening to an analysis of the podcasting world. And you know what they said? Here are the kinds of podcasts that are really going to continue to enjoy success. Podcasts that are cheap to produce. That's like you and me. This is cheap to produce with a host or hosts that have a following. And with um, build a community where people follow you from place to place so that it doesn't matter if you are on TV or if you're on YouTube or you're on a podcast that people want to hear more of you. It's content that is focused on what the person wants to hear. And I think we do that. We did that by accident, Mark. So kudos to us. (laughs) In other words, Mark, AM radio is the model. Amazing, right? Talk radio. That's the model. It's never been a real surprise to me and Mark. Every time we had a big sponsor, they were always entranced by getting like the big guests. They were just they loved that. And we would say like, but, you know, Ed Slots, the guy who's going to get the most listens. They they didn't believe us, did they, Mark? It, it It just takes me back to my very beginning, like 1999, 2000, working in talk radio in Phoenix you know, even back then, the same thing applies today. It was all about the interaction with the callers for the shows that I produced. That's right. And, and we love talking to you. We also love, listen, by the way, we love reading emails. If you don't remember that this daily program began as an email show during COVID. So we're very grateful that, you know, on March 14th of 2020, Mark and I had just simply been overrun and uh, overwhelmed by the number of emails that we were uh, receiving from people during that crazy time. And that was really, we just listened to you. That's all we did. We listened to you. And we heard that you needed help and advice. And you wanted to make sense of some of the, the craziness in the world. And we were there for you. And by the way, you've been there for us, so we're very much appreciative of that. If you would like to come on the program, if you've got a financial question, go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and you'll see that there is a drop a little checkbox. If you want to join us, check the box. If you want to come on via video, check that box. You never know. That video show is going to be dynamic. That's going to be my 2024 focus. The YouTube show called Jill on Money, powered by the compound. You got to check it out. It's so great. We have a link to it right on our website. So without further ado, let's do some emails. And John wants to know, is this a good time to use extra money to buy intermediate or other bond funds for long-term holdings if it's within the allocation limits? Please explain how current conditions affect bond funds. Thank you, Jill. I always appreciate your practical advice. Uh, I'm going to encourage you, if you're not a member of Jill on Money Live, for $35, you want a deep dive on bonds, you got to check out our video chat with the wonderful Kathy Jones. She's the chief fixed income strategist at Schwab. And the reason why I will encourage you to do that is... Uh, is that she does break it down. Let me give you a quick summary since, you know, if you don't want to spring for 35 bucks, I'm going to give it to you. Bonds act differently than stocks. And as many people know, the stock, for some reason, people seem to have an easier time with stocks. Stocks, ownership in a company, in a publicly traded company, either fractional through a mutual fund, exchange traded fund, or directly at that company, right? But a bond is simply, it's a mathematical equation. It is you lend money to an entity, For a certain period of time, and you get paid interest for doing so. That's it. You can lend it to the US government, a treasury bill, bond, T bond, right? Okay. You can lend it to a municipality, in which case the interest you receive is not taxed. So that's kind of cool, usually on a federal or state or local level. You can lend money to a company. Now, what affects the value of a bond? Is the prevailing interest rates. So, as interest rates rise, what happens? Companies go out and they say, let's just pretend it's three years ago and you were looking at lending money to the Jill and Mark company, a publicly traded company, and we would pay you 3% to hold on to your money for 10 years. And we'd pay you 3% interest twice a year. And that's what you would get. Now, flash forward, you've got that bond and it's today. And now, Our company is uh, going out and borrowing money in the market, and we're paying 5%. Now, what's the value of your 3% bond? It goes down in value. It's usually, you know, bonds are usually issued at par or 100, so the value would drop down. It doesn't mean that you've lost money necessarily because you'll get your money back at the end of the 10 years and you'll get that 3%. But between now and the time that bond is due, the price can fluctuate. So, Let's talk about John's question. Is it a good time to use extra money to buy intermediate term bonds? If this is part of your allocation and it's time for you to rebalance because it's the end of the year, yes. But are you asking me to market time? I think that generally speaking, if you have bonds in your portfolio, it's great to be able to buy new bonds or bond funds because prices have gone down over the last couple of years. And now they're paying you a nice chunk of interest. So, I love bonds even though people hate them. I do love them because it's again, it's a mathematical equation. That's it. Okay? And so I find that this to me at least is a pretty straightforward question. If you have an allocation that calls for bonds, keep investing in bonds. If you're allocate if you're telling me you're changing your allocation to time the market, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. This is an email from Grace who is 62, spouse is 63. And there's a question about retirement. Like, when do we retire? Should he retire at age 66 when she's 65? Should he keep working till 68? They've got 218 grand in bank accounts, CDs, T-bills, 401ks. I have to make sure I'm reading this right. Is that 1.6 million? Yes, 1.6 million. That's nice. Um, IRAs, 266. HSA, 34 grand. Five twenty nine s eighty thousand dollars. Hmm. There must be some grandchildren out there. Roth twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Here we go. We got. We have a lot of real estate. Two point one million dollars of real estate. Seven fifty is the primary. Four hundred vacation home. Nine fifty investment land. Hmm. So here are the social security numbers. At age sixty seven, it's fifty eight thousand five hundred. So it's based on his record, not hers. She gets half of his. And at age 70, it jumps to seven, almost 74,000. They've got long-term care. Well, There's I, also a pension. I should jump in too, because at age 70, she's assuming she's going to get half of his age 70. That's not how it works. Her half maxes okay. out at his, at his full retirement age, not at 70. Okay. So good catch, Mark. Okay. So she's going to have, uh, he's going to have 41,10 In at his age 70. Let me just write that down. And she gets 1625. So here's the question. Here is the question. Can they do this at 66? Does she tell us how much they spend? I bet they don't spend a lot of money. Look at all the savings. And there's a pension too. There's a pension of 11 grand a month. I'm going to say, Grace, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can do this. It seems to me that you've saved a ton of money and just reading it this way, between the the Social Security at his full age, I bet he can even claim, I'm almost, can, I'm almost saying that he didn't even have to wait till 70. He probably, they could probably be both claim at 67, but they've got plenty of money. They have a lot of money to live on and a lot of money to pull out of those 401ks because they're going to have to. I mean, he can certainly, certainly stop working at 66. You've got plenty of money. Pull money out of that retirement account so that you can start paying the tax on it. Okay, here's the next question. Do we have enough to retire? All right, this is from Thelma, not Louise. Got it? I had to put that in there. Uh, Thelma's husband's 67, she's 62. He's self-employed, he wants to retire. She works part-time. They make 150 grand a year. Once he retires, he will not have business income. I will make about 45 to 50 grand for two more years. His social security 12 2600 a month. Hers will be $2400 a month. Home is paid off. It's worth 8 or 900 grand. They've got two rental properties. Net income 1000 on these properties. They're worth a lot they each property is worth $700,000 and they're undervalued with rent. Should we be, re- should be receiving approximately five to $700 more each in rental income. It's hard to raise rent on people that have paid rent on time. I get that. Um, they've got money in emergency savings, 30 grand, and they've got $30,000 for remodeling. Want to remodel my own house next year could be eighty dollars to $100,000. They've got $450,000 in retirement, traditional and Roth. Two kids. Oh, my God. We had two children. Oh, I can't even stand this. My son passed away three years ago, she writes. I have a daughter who is uh, is living on her own. Some support for us. Life has changed. Oh, Mark. Terrible. You know what I wonder about these rental properties? because I could like dwell on your loss, but I'm like, I, I can't cry in the air. It's too tiring and it's too, it won't help you. What, what does come to mind here is, would it be better to sell one of these rental properties now? Um, is one easier to rent out or raise the rent on? Maybe that would be the key for me. That'll make it easier. And then you'll have a lot more money in non-retirement assets. You're pretty young, right? I don't know how much money... It is that you need, but it would seem to me that if you had, because these rental properties are underperforming, if you really feel weird about raising the rent, then maybe what I would just do is sell them, you know, especially once he retires and then you can pay whatever taxes do and get that money and put it to work for yourself. And then you will have some more money in non-retirement assets and you'll be okay who knows, maybe buying those rental properties was a great idea at some point, but maybe you don't want to do it anymore. It's okay. And by the way, I am so sorry about your loss. I want to make sure I say that. Terrible, terrible. All right. That's it. That is the program. And we are so happy that you um, are joining us in these weird dwindling days of 2023. If you've got a financial question, if you have a reset question, Don't worry, we are here for you. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we'll get your note. And uh, don't forget, we've got all sorts of things on the website. We've got a blog. We've got resources. We have a podcast section. Maybe you go back. Maybe you haven't listened to your back catalog. You need to. And we've got our brand-new YouTube show. It's called Jill on Money, powered by the Compound that is where we're doing some video magic let's not go crazy all right it's video uh you can subscribe to jill on money on the odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast and we remind you to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back change your work change your wealth change your life thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details.